The Vale Podcast, driven by pioneer Ford Robin Vale. It's worth the drive. Sure is. And Mark Jepp has done a long drive today, although you were in Mildura yesterday. Mark oh. Jepp from Northern, uh, the MP for Northern Victoria in the Upper House, the Victorian Upper House. How are you? Good. How are you, Joe? Tremendous. I'm better now yeah. that you've made your little announcement. Great little announcement, wasn't it? Mm. But let's uh, let's keep the suspense going. You were in Mildura yesterday. Mm. And did you, you came from there this morning? This morning, I yep. did. I did drive across uh, through the fog. Yeah, it was foggy, isn't through it? Through Weeman and Hatter, and uh, we had to go the long way. I was going to say to avoid New yeah, South Wales. We couldn't go. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Can you come a little bit forward? A little so, bit, yeah, yes, there we go. There that's go. better. Excellent. Um, it's a nice drive through the Weeman Hatter way, though. It's beautiful, isn't it? Except for the roadworks, and <laughs> you get stopped at the. Uh, oh, and the colder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you get stopped I've there for, uh, with the little red lights, and you think, oh my goodness, is there anyone else on this road? Yeah, that's true, but there's um, roadworks on the Sturt as well, so yes. it makes through. But the roads that way are not bad now they're at all. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're they very are. good. They yeah. Are. They are. So you were making some announcements and seeing some people. Well, I'm going to stretch this suspense out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although That's if you've cruel. seen my Facebook, well, if you've seen my Facebook page, you'd know what the news is already. <laughs> but what were you doing in Mildura? Well, I was doing a lot of things in Mildura, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we announced uh, a considerable sum of money, uh, a couple of million bucks for the redevelopment of the Irimple. Mm-hmm. Uh, CFA, so that yep. was uh, that was good. Yep. I was also uh, opening the new early learning centre out at the uh, Chafee Aged Care Centre. So we've got the new early learning centre combined with the aged care yeah. facility. So we officially opened that. They've been operating since January this year, uh, but this yeah. is such an amazing concept. So this is generations early learning, oh. and this is if you've seen. Um, daycare for four-year-olds or aged care for four-year-olds or that show on the ABC, yeah, that makes me cry every time. Yes. Like this is just the most beautiful concept for an early learning centre. Well, you would have been in a puddle yesterday Um, if that show makes you cry. um, Every time. I've got a couple of little snippets uh, from yesterday which uh, just to share with you. So. I got to read a book, um, uh, Wombat Stew, I think it was. One of my favourites, Mem Fox. To uh, to the four- and five-year-old kinder. Mm. And I met all the kids there, and there's one little girl, Zoe. Um, she's five. And she was recently asked, who's your best friend in the whole wide world? And she said it was Norma. Oh, and, stop. And Norma, uh, and I told this story when I was opening... The kids, because of COVID, they can't mix with the residents. Mm. So, you know, they're doing it through uh, fences and that sort of oh. thing. But, you know, she and Norma have struck up this real connection. And I was telling the story at the opening and Norma put her hand up. She said, I'm here. Oh. And she had this gorgeous little bracelet that uh, oh. little Zoe had made for her. So, you know. Oh. Oh, um, my God. And then we got to go out in the playground and mix. And we actually, we said, come on, let's bring some of the residents out. And there was... Uh, um, Bob and I think Bob was north of eighty. He wouldn't give away his uh, uh, full uh, full age, but Bob's getting around on a frame and you know not very mobile and's got a carer with him wherever he walks. Well, out in the playground they've got this terrific little mound uh, where there's a knotted rope and underneath there's a tunnel and the kids climb and they run and jump and it's fantastic. And someone raced over and uh, as I was talking to the CEO of the facility and said, "Have a look," and there was Bob pulling himself up on the rope because his little friends had encouraged him to do it unassisted and he got up and got down and I understand (laughs) later he had to go and have a lay down. Yeah. uh, I reckon Bob had a sleep with a big smile on his face. I was going to say, but what a great day for Bob. Yeah. Oh, my God. The whole concept of this early learning with aged care is just Beautiful. I it just a, love it. It is a beautiful model and I hope that it takes off. Yeah. I can't wait to get back to Spring Street in August to start talking to people about it down there because I think it's something we should look at really, really closely. Is it something that – I'm not going to put you on the spot too much here and this is not live so I can edit it out – but so we have the RDHS uh, Aged Care Hostel here, which is a, a b- brilliant facility. We do need more – daycare here, yep. it could be something that could we could work with RDHS. There could be room for a model like that in Robinvale. Look, absolutely. I think it's a model for the future. I think yeah. it, uh, it works. It won't work in every circumstance, of course, but um, uh, it was very impressive yesterday. And to see 
the kids and the residents interacting um, and just seeing the, you know, the little ones. And they, the, the facility has uh, six months to five-year-olds. Mm. Um, and those kids are not ageist. You know, they will yeah. say, oh, you're a lot older than me, but... You they know, don't care. No, they don't care. They don't care. care. There's, they, you know, uh, they just enjoy having older friends. Yeah. And uh, the love and affection, and of course... The residents loved it. Yeah. So it's a model that I think uh, has has really got legs. Yeah. You know, 70% of the elderly in this country say that they feel lonely mm. most of the time. Isn't so, that sad? Yeah, it is. It is. Mm. But these residents, what they were doing, because they were separated from the kids during the building phase and, and because of COVID, they're actually putting little trinkets in their windows, oh. in their rooms, yeah. so that the kids would rush over and that's how they'd start the interaction. So, oh, isn't that great? It's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, that just that makes me so happy. Yep. I love and I love that show. Yeah, I love that show. Yep. But it does make me. It pulls a tear. I had a. My grandmother was in aged care for a long time. Had Alzheimer's disease, yeah. and it, it's a it's a shocking thing to to see you know your loved ones go downhill. But I I reckon if I had had my kids by then. Uh, you know, this is not based on science in any way, shape, or form. But I reckon if she had had little ones around, it would have kept her brighter for a, for a lot longer, probably. And we see that now with you know they've got some adopted grandparents that when yep. when they see my you know they're six and three, yeah, when they see them, they just come to life. Yeah, you know, which is look, it's it was wonderful. I had a cup of tea with uh, with Norma, Fred, and Bob, yep. and said, you know, what do you most enjoy about this? And uh, I think it was Fred who said. It keeps me young. Oh. You know, he's been there for three and a half years yep. and he said, I've never been happier than I have in the last six months. Isn't that brilliant? Beautiful. It's beautiful. That's what it's all yeah. about. Yeah. And it's the same with actual grandparents too. I mean, my parents and my mother-in-law, exactly the same. You yeah. You bring them the kids and it keeps them young and they are at a point where they demand them at least once a, once a week, which is really nice. So I had a lovely day in Mildura. And, Terrific. Uh, spent a lot of time with the community, which is great. Excellent. Well, it's great to have you in our little studio and network yeah. house in Robinvale today for a big announcement that I have been holding on to. I haven't mentioned it once on this podcast, Mark, because I didn't want to steal your thunder. But please, now, tell us what you're here to announce. Well, I can tell all of your listeners, Jade, and uh, um, that as of today, the state government uh, is contributing $2.95 million to the redevelopment of the Robin Vale Leisure Centre. <laughs> oh, yay! That's so amazing. It is. So this will go to, and I have seen the sort of the preliminary plans, this is a new highball court. This is a fitness room. This is a gym extension. This is a committee meeting room, which is amazing because we haven't had that. We haven't even had, uh, like the gym that we're working out of at the moment was the daycare centre. Yes. So yes. it's not a purpose-built gym, but we'll be able to now have a purpose-built gym, a purpose-built fitness centre, a new highball court, which makes basketball season so much more manageable. Fantastic. Because we won't have to be there till 10 o'clock, four nights a week, because we've only got one court to play. Like, this is life-changing. Well. I hope you understand how I, life-changing I do, because you is. and I have spoken about it on a number of occasions, <laughs> and I know that you've been passionate about this redevelopment. So mm. congratulations to you and the community, the Basketball Association, Clontarf. I met them all uh, this morning at the Leisure Centre and uh, when making the announcement. I'm really hopeful that part of the new plan is somewhere where the spin class. Uh, it was funny <laughs> to see the spin class this morning just off to the side yep. of the basketball court and as the mums are uh, spinning around on the uh, the bikes, the kids are running around on the basketball yep. courts. Uh, um, so, you know. <laughs> we thought that might be more problematic than it's been, to be honest. We thought well, there might be some issues. And there's always balls and stuff, yeah. you know, that get kicked in. But... Um, I think it's become more – that's one of my favourite classes now, the 9.30 classes, because the kids – especially during school holidays, we honestly had about 30, 40 kids there this yeah. morning. It was terrific. Well, they, but, love um, it. They, they love it. They, they love – and especially if, you know, they, there's not a lot of concrete at home to get your scooter out on. They'll scoot yeah. there and then they'll go over to the skate park, which is something I'll talk about you off air uh, with you <laughs> <laughs> later because that's my next project. But okay. um, this is absolutely life-changing for the Basketball Association. Yeah. The indoor soccer's really taken off as well, which is great, and yep. we haven't had an indoor soccer season for a number of years, but RDHS and their jump and jive and the play groups and stuff that they have down there will be able to have more group fitness sessions. Like it's just 
Yay! <laughs> well, this look, this community sports infrastructure fund. It's a, it's something that we're committed to mm. as a government uh, since two thousand and fourteen. We've pumped in over $178 million into community uh, sports and building new facilities and refurbishing as we're going to do mm. uh, here in uh, here in Robinvale. And out of that $178 million, the Swan Hill uh, Shire has actually uh, received about $4.5 million. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're really, really, really understanding that community sports, particularly in regional and rural Victoria... It's the lifeblood of the community. It's where we all come to meet, mm. socialise, and sure, we play sport, but, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think that was demonstrated two years ago, pre-COVID, we had at the end of the basketball season, we had an all-stars night. And yeah. it was the first one that we'd had, and we named them after, there were two teams, uh, Turner and Noda, who are stalwarts of the, the basketball community here. I can see Darren nodding over in the yes. in the corner. And I'll talk to you about a proposal for the sta- new stadium name, again, off air later. Um, but that night drew so many people in. It was the best players from each team had two players, well, men's and women's, juniors as well and it was it honestly brought it didn't matter age didn't matter race religion yep. background anything like that just didn't matter the stadium was just remember those days where you could fill a stadium yeah, and have yeah, standing absolutely. room it was like that and it was just brilliant yep. the basketball association did a great job and it was then i think that i kind of went God, we really need to look after the Basketball Association. And this is yeah. like we talk about multicultural festivals and Harmony Days and that's all fine and good and they're, they're wonderful because I go and eat their food and it's great. <laughs> but basketball and community sport is really where it's at. And our sporting facilities now, like the yep. new basketball courts, we've got rugby league pitch, two footy ovals, new change rooms and soon to have two basketball courts. Fantastic. And it encourages participation. Mm. You know, we know that especially for our kids. Yeah. But when – in our towns, you get the kids involved. Mum and dad will get involved. Correct. They'll start playing sports yeah. themselves. They'll start refereeing. Mm. They'll start, you know, it, it just brings in the whole community. It's so important. So yeah. uh, we're, I was delighted this yeah. morning and I know that you've you've done very well to sit on this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very well to sit on this. <laughs> for such a, uh, a, a long period of time. Well done. Um, I know how excited you've been about it. And, uh, yeah. We've had a few conversations about it. We so. have. Might finish off that bottle of wine now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Just before netball training tonight. <laughs> tennis courts might be the next thing that you okay. see come over your desk because okay. I know the tennis club are, um, are actively pursuing um, some improvements there. But because there is a real resurgence in community sport, yep. um, you know, we need to somehow work on the, the volunteerism side of things. But um, I think Robinvale is really on track with the community sport and in involvement and um, it's so good to see. It's so good to see. Well, so thank we, you very much oh, for coming pleasure. and bringing your money. <laughs> my pleasure. All we need now, uh, if, uh, if anyone in Robinvale is not going down to the leisure centre, not participating in sport, well, now you've got no excuse. Yeah, and become a referee. That'd be re- if you don't want to play basketball, please yeah, become a referee. Right. That'd that's be right. really handy. Yeah, yeah. And I, I tell you, you know, it was great fun this morning going down there and making the announcement, but just seeing the kids running around and enjoying it. Yeah. You know, there is yep. not a better sound in the world no. than kids playing and laughing. Yeah. So, yeah. And they do. They love it. It's a yep. wide open space and they can run as fast as they want and they can fall over and not graze their knees on like the old hard asphalt courts that we used to run around on. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's brilliant. And we thank you very much in the state government. Thank you very much. And thanks for coming in for a chat. My pleasure. In person, first time ever. My pleasure. And can I leave your listeners with uh, with two messages? Mm. Census, make sure you fill it in, please. And if you haven't got a jab, I know that there's a lot of stuff going on around about uh, vaccinations at the moment. And, but, you know, the mm. only way out of this is uh, if we all get vaccinated. So uh, please roll up your sleeve. Have uh, you had both of yours? I've had the first one. Yep. First uh, AstraZeneca. Oh. Um, so uh, that was uh, uh, early May. Yep. So uh, Do you get 5G now? Yeah, that's right. Are you magnetic? That's right. You know, I've got all of these forks and spoons hanging off because they're sticking to You never lose your keys again. Yeah, so nothing's happened yet. So uh, I'll uh, I'll go and get the second Mm. jab in about uh, It's been really confusing because I've made, finally made my appointment. I was registered, I think, through the DHHS website to get notified when I could. Um, Haven't got a notification. So rang up... um, Swan Hill District Health, actually, to see if I could get in next Tuesday. And they're like, oh, we can't get in for a couple of weeks, but you can have the Pfizer 
in mm. a couple of weeks. Oh, oh, that was easy. Okay. What about husband who's not 40 yet? Well, he'll have to have AstraZeneca. He'll have to wait a bit longer. Mm. Okay. Yeah, okay. But anyway, so um, if you make phone calls, you will get um, you will get an appointment. Let's just ch- touch on the census really quickly because I know you've got to go, yeah. and I've been banging on about this for a long time about how important it is, particularly for Robin Vale, given all the money we spent on this population study to prove, not in the eyes of the federal government, but to prove that there are about eight thousand more people here than what the last census says. Yep. Uh, look, it's it's so important. Governments, state, local, state and federal rely on this information to calibrate where we're going to spend money for services. Mm. You know, mm. What do we need here in Robin Vale in terms of medical services? Yep. What do we need here in terms of education services? Mm. You know, it's, it's such important information that we really rely upon. Mm. Um, so if we don't have an accurate picture through the census data, you know, uh, the end result is... Uh, Towns will miss out on, on on valuable things. Yeah, and the services to me, it just it's mind boggling. Out, we don't even have a twenty four hour police station here. No. You know, during summer, this is a town of twelve thousand people, yep. which we've proven through our population study. I have to put that footnote in there. Um, but to ha- not have a twenty four hour police station and just have our uh, police force on call and under resourced is just mind boggling to me. Well, because the census tells us that there's about 3,000 people that live here, not yeah. 12,000. So, you know, or 8,000, mm. uh, you know, we know that uh, during holiday periods the numbers swell. Yeah. But if there's if, if there's six, seven, eight thousand people, it strengthens the argument yeah. for a whole bunch of things, including mm. community safety. So, Well, it voids the argument against it, really, yeah, if we can right. prove it. So when you get your census, and I know they're looking for field officers at the moment, so if someone is looking for a... Fixed contract yeah, fill position. Yeah, get then, some money. Yeah, exactly. They're paying about $26 an hour too, I think. So um, if you look, it's on Seek at the moment because I'm one of those psychopaths that checks Seek at least twice a week <laughs> just to see what's going on. And so, I understand you can do a lot of the work from home. You don't actually, yeah. you know. Well, uh, there, I think this year because yeah, of the because COVID, of COVID thing, yeah. yeah, you can do a lot of Zoom conferences and things like that. So yeah. happy days. Yeah, make some money but fill it out. Yes, make sure you fill it out uh, on August 10th. And fill it out for everyone that's on your property. That's the other thing. If you've got people in your workers' accommodation, make sure they're included, regardless of status. Absolutely. Mark, thank you so much for coming and thank you for bringing the announcement and the money with you. Good on you, Jade, and I look forward to coming back and bringing some more with me next time. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Donnie. Jade. It's good to have you back. Good to be back. (laughs) Is it really? Can you tell your face? Uh, oh, look, you know, it's always a pleasure when I'm in, in the same room as you, Jay, you know. Oh, so, stop it. Stop so, uh, it. Hey, $3 million for the Leisure Centre. Oh, unbelievable. I've been walking yeah. around with a stupid grin on my face yeah, all no, um, day. Check Facebook on, at lunchtime and see the announcement. It was, mm. That's great. Yeah. Absolutely well done. That yeah. deserves a round of applause. Oh, oh, thanks. We'll do another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's great. Absolutely yes. great. I even got a text message from Norto earlier. Yeah. 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 He said, I know that there's a fair bit of lobbying that goes into the – I wouldn't even call it lobbying. I would call it being Beggy. a pain <laughs> in Mark's butt, to oh, be well, honest. But. Sometimes, you know, you just got to keep on persisting and being a pain in someone's ass to get somewhere. So. Yeah, but you don't be a pain in the ass to the point where they don't want to take your calls anymore. Oh, yeah, You're just that's a little, good. a little prickle in their sock and yeah. just reminding them that we're here. No, but it's about time that the town's got recognised anyway. Yeah. So, yeah there's a fair bit going on, actually. The, the new footpath – anniversary drive. Yeah, that's going to be good. Yeah, guess what my next footpath is? Mm. Watkins Street, from St Mary's to the Leisure Centre. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. so when kids go there after school using that path. Correct. I'm hoping that there'll be some more grant money somewhere in one of these little funds that will be able to fund that and link up with the new entrance when all that gets done. Oh, cool. Mm. New change rooms have started at the netball courts. Yeah, actually, courts look awesome, don't they? I watched a bit of midweek netball there last week. Yeah. Yes, it's going to be a very, very good sporting precinct down there now. It with will. With footy oval and netball courts and skate park, new leisure centre. Yeah. It's probably skate park hey, needs get, improving. getting an indoor pool or not? No. Nah. <laughs> no. Well, the thing is, and I had this discussion with someone this morning about an indoor pool, we could build an indoor pool, but then it co- it'll cost you 200 to 250 grand a year to maintain and heat it. Right, mm-hmm. so we can't do that unless we work under a rate cap, right? So yeah. we can't put up to be able to fund that. We need to put up rates by about fifty percent mm. or twenty five percent. They gone up again this year, or not? Uh, they went up one. They didn't go up the full amount. They yeah. went up one point 
to something. Someone rang me the other day actually and said, "Why have my rates gone up so much?" And rates are calculated on capital improvement. I'm yeah. not going to I'm not yeah. going to bore you too much, but yeah. this is the baseline stuff. And I said to him, "Well, when you've got farmland selling at fifty thousand dollars an acre, that's why your capital improved value's gone up, not because you've put up a new shed, yeah, or not because of this. It's well, my argument is, but." Mm. That land's been sold by my next door neighbour. Yep. Why should I suffer? Because he's selling his land for that much, but I'm not selling my land. Because the capital growth in Robinvale, as far as the um, what's he called? The not the Inspector General. He is the Assessor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Assessor General. Yeah, because, he came around a couple of years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the um, the capital improved value of Robinvale as a whole goes up, even though financial advisors will tell you there's no capital growth in Robinvale. Exactly right. Your rates tell you otherwise because the value of land has gone up so much. I understand that, but I'm not in the market of selling my farm. I know. So I'm suffering for everybody else that is selling their farms. Correct. Exactly. So – to me, you know, look, we don't live in Turak and mm. some of the rates we're paying are for Turak, you know. I absolutely agree. I like, agree. But um, when you've got land selling at that price, it it skyrockets the value of land. What happens, so what happens when the land value drops? Because it will. Will our rates drop also? In the they should. Yeah, if, it, if again, I've the seen things general. go up, but they never come down yeah, in a hurry. Yeah, and so that's, that's well, does inflation, unless we have like a global financial crisis or a depression when well, I, I inflation rate comes back. I've just seen that the last financial year has been one of the best ever. And that will admit of a pandemic. Mm, I like, know. It's insane, and look, isn't it? I'm no bloody financialist analyst or whatever you want to call it, but at the end of the day, I, I can't say, yeah, I'm not in the, I'm not selling my farm, mm. but I've got to pay more rates. Mm. Uh, but anyway, that's mm. the world we live in. Well, and this, it's basic economics, really, mm. unfortunately. Anyway. When you get people selling and buying and buying, that's the thing. Mm. If it was not selling at those prices, then it wouldn't affect it so oh, much. But it's not it just wrong, well, Jade. It's I, everywhere. Farm in Trentham. Oh, yeah. It just sold next door to me. Yeah. It's 35 to 40 acres of citrus yeah. for over 2 million bucks. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Mm. See, and trust me, when I bought up there four years ago, I never paid you, anywhere near I was going to say, so uh, what did you pay? How many acres you got up in Trentham? 75. 75 acres you got up there? Mm. I only thought you had 40. No, no, 70-odd there. Uh, uh-huh. 40-odd planted. I've still got a bit And you didn't planted. pay $4 million for it? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have it. What do you mean? Mm. Mm. So that's okay. They can buy around me and then when I'm ready to sell, I'll cash in. That's, well, exactly. And this is – that's what you do, really, so, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, Salami Festival's been cancelled over the river. Yes, it has, which now, is good for us. It is good for us. I spoke to Jackson about this briefly last week, yep. about us doing our own salami competition. Yep. And I'll clear it with Guy Fielding at Auskick this afternoon. Yeah. Um, not a festival, just a competition. Guy's a big Auskicker. No, well, his sons do Auskick. Oh, no, yeah, shit. he helps no, out. Shit, yeah. <laughs> no, guys, a rugby league man. Yeah, he's yeah. a big Rabbitohs supporter, mm. so I always get it stuck into him when the Melbourne Storm beat the Rabbitohs. But anyway, um, Jackson indicated that Frank Cameron might be a good one, although I don't want him to be on the judging panel because I want to try his salamis. Apparently, he's like the salami lord of Happy Valley. Happy Valley doesn't live in Happy Valley; lives in Bannerton. Oh, does he? Frank Bannerton, Happy Valley, Samson. No, it's not. It's way off. So you know, you're talking about. Probably Bannerton, that's a Turak or Romvale, so that'd be oh. paying more. <laughs> Happy Valley's not quite there yet. <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> so, oh, fine. Where's um, the boundary? Can someone tell me where the actual boundary is? I think is? it's um, the, where the old drive-in is, Shaggy Ridge Road. Oh, is it? I think it's around there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right, yeah, that makes sense. E-section s- then, because where I am in Happy Valley is B-section, there yeah. e- E-section. So yeah. 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 Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. I did see an old town plan of Bannerton the other day. Mm, I've seen one of Annuello, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, getting off the track. Yeah, anyway, salamis, yes. Salamis. Um, we need a couple of really good judges. Yeah, we um, do. I'm happy to judge. <laughs> Can I know, do that or not? You probably know as much as salamis as what I do. So. Well, I know what tastes good, I know what I like, and I know what I don't like. Yeah, true. Um, no, we've got to get... You've got to get some people that have been around for a long time. You know, Peter Walsh judges one somewhere. Peter Walsh. Yeah, he's the MP, the yeah, Nats I know MP. Who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he could do it. He actually said to Luke and Tori two years ago, because last year's were terrible, but two years ago he reckons it was one of the best he's ever had. Oh, mm. rope him in. We'll mm. get him. We'll get him. Mm. What about Stefano? Um, you know him or not? Yeah, I do know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, he possibly could, yeah. Mm, maybe yeah. it's another one. That might be an idea. Yeah. Um, anyway, just give us your ideas, who you think should be judge. Yeah, and we want your salamis too, first yeah. and foremost. So, um, We've got to come up with some prizes though. No, no, that's Or fine. is this just bragging rights? Oh, well, I reckon bragging rights is the best. I reckon bragging to rights has more. To have the best more. salami in Romvale, that's pretty good because everyone thinks they've got the best salami. Yeah. And we'll have the categories happening, you know, like we've got – it's amazing, isn't it, that, you know, like – 
my father's generation, when they come over from Italy, mm. they used to take their salami and cheese to school and all that kind of shit. And the Aussie <laughs> kids would say, "Oh, wog boy, wog boy!" Like yeah, the, yeah. Now all the all the Aussies all want to be into it. They're making it. their own. Like I was talking to Stinky Smith two weekends ago, and he couldn't stay at the footy because he's making his own salamis. Oh, like, really? That's awesome. Yeah, you know, and it, that, yeah, that just goes to show how far our towns come multiculturalism. Mm. So, mm. Um, but yeah. We're open. We're going to make up some categories. We're going to get you to enter and um, be judged. So any businesses want to get on board to man, donate, donate prizes? Donate prizes, yeah. yeah. I'm sure leading appliances would be one like you. <laughs> I'm sure. Piney, Piney Ford, Ford. Ford. <laughs> Why <laughs> not? Nathan at the Happy Valley shop will be able to do something, I reckon. Ben so. might. Would Ben make a, a decent judge? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great new car. Hey, they gave away their yeah, Puma at the yeah. Houston Club the yeah, other day. I did That's that. good. Yeah, yeah. I didn't win it. So keep that in mind. When we're going to have it to what, middle of August? Was that what? We yeah, said? middle end of August. Yeah. Well, we haven't even done ours yet. We're not doing ours till this weekend. Yeah. No, we done ours two weekends ago. Yeah. Got them done. Yeah. Um, what are they hang for? Six weeks? Ah, not even. Not even? Nah, probably. Oh, well, yeah, we done ours two weeks and I had a look yesterday. I reckon another week I'll bring them down. Start yeah. cry about and yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Interesting. Yeah, no, three to four. I don't really take any notice. I don't get involved until the eating. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Exactly. But no, we, we want to make something big out of this. Mm. So um, any suggestions, let us know. Yeah. What kind of categories are we, we going to have the traditional ones that haven't been tampered with too much and then the artisan ones? Yeah, of course. Because I heard that Frank has put wine in his this year. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, that'd be, that'd and be garlic. Nice. Yeah, but then we that'd can have nice. um, yeah the wannabe wogs one. <laughs> What? Are we able to say that? Yeah, we can. Mate, we're taking the piss out of each other. Who cares? <laughs> Want to be uh, well, so a category for the skips? Is yeah, that what you're saying? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, righto. Hey, they they make some good, good yeah, salami. Yeah, I know. Uh, then we can have like um, maybe the over fifties category. You know, where the older older generation do their own and what without the kids? Yeah. You do know, they? Like, is there older generations that are still doing it without the kids? Oh shit! Yeah. Is there? Like, uh, Dominic Greffer would still make sure he'd done his own little batch. Up. Oh really? Yeah, he's. Special oh. herbs and spices in there, a bit of, bit of chilli, a bit of this, a bit of that. You know? Should we do olives at the same time? Yeah, my missus makes a good olive. I'll yeah, she her. does make a good olive. Yeah, and does. I had some, I got to Dad's last weekend. I don't know who'd done the olives, but he had them, you know how they have them just sitting out on the yeah, bench with the as, oil. As yeah. an antipasta. <laughs> yeah, exactly, at all hours of the day. <laughs> three, three, but, three kilos of oil, wasn't it? <laughs> But that's bit right. of bread. And he had the and bread sitting beside. Black cholesterol. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I got to Dad's and there was all of the bread sitting on the bench and I started eating them. I went, oh, did you do these? These yeah. are re- They were really good. I can't remember who did them. Yeah. But I reckon if you want to do olives as well, bring mm. us some olives. Yeah, no. You don't get to judge them. Why? Not, well, because not if Carmel's going to bring in hers. No, Because no. she does do really good she olives. She does. That's the only thing she does well. No, no. She oh, just, she's, stop it. She was at spin class this morning, her and Emma, and they both did very well. And I'll be hearing about it for next week. Don't worry about that. So. They've been putting up with your... What? Put up my what? Uh, t- I haven't whinged t- about t- being sore all year because no, I haven't played done footy. Anything. That's exactly. exactly right. So. I'm sure they're still hearing about uh, footy because you're sitting as a selector now. How come you've given up the running? Oh, because, um, I don't know, because they actually just wanted me to sit on the bench of um, Felix and Vince to... Yeah. Make a few moves. So yeah. we roped in Mark Zapp. He's yep. our, our runner, which he's very good at it. Yep. Um, I, I actually miss the running. I like that. I was going to say, yeah. you look like you enjoyed running. No, it was good to get involved. Yeah. You know, like, obviously, as close as he's going to get to playing. So mm. that was really, really good. But I'm enjoying the role a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, a little bit. Just a little, a little bit. bit. Um, but yeah, look, it's um, it's different. Very mm. different when you can't get out there and play, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, do you get frustrated? Oh. Trying to give direction. I nearly, and when, I nearly played again Saturday night. I nearly talked myself into playing. I thought, you know what, two weeks of training, I could play. But nah. <laughs> Didn't why not? It. Nah, nah. Because then I have to wake up Sunday morning sore as all shit. So. And then Carmel has to hear about your crap yeah, for the next well, week. You know what? So she should. No, so, why? Why, why should she? Why not? Why should well, why? 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 Why not? Well, well if, if she's going to put up with yours, you can put up with her whinging about a sore bum for the next couple of days. I've been putting up with her for 20 odd years oh, now. putting so. up with. I don't. Yeah. I think you're using the... Re- the wrong anyway. There. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. Um, probably, what happened with the footy on Saturday? Yeah, no, disgraceful, really. Oh, we, oh, I, don't, I don't know, Joe. Honestly, in all my time in footy, I can't put my finger on what's. We have got a pretty good list, and we just can't put it together. Yeah. At the moment. So I don't know what's going on. Honestly, um, yeah. On paper, it looks like a good sign. I think the difference is is that our good is really, really good, yeah. but our bad is shocking. Like, yeah. There's no in-between. And as a footballer, you want to strive to be consistent. Mm. And I think until the boys work out, that's what it's all about, playing a team game, playing your role and not worrying about 
what everybody else is doing. Mm. But that's the thing, isn't it? That's that team yes. thing. Football yeah. is very much a team Oh, We just game. look at Richmond the last few. Of, <laughs> and I still think Richmond can win the grand final this year. They make the finals. I reckon they could do it from eighth spot. Because We've done it just, before. Just, the, just that you just know they're coming. Yeah. You, know, you always know they're coming. And, mm. you know, it's as a footballer growing up, you, especially in the SFL, you knew you'd go to every game. Mm. It's going to be a hard game because every team was even. But now there's a big gap between the good and the bad. Yeah. And, and on the weekend, very disappointed because Wentworth were very undermanned. Mm. And I thought, geez, we're in for a big chance here. Mm. Yeah, they had a lot of their good players out. And oh, the first quarter, if we had a kick straight, game over. Yeah. Now we just got to try to shape the finals. You know, probably can't make it, but if we can have a say who does make it, yeah. it starts this week against South. And, yeah. and we've played pretty ordinary at, at Romvo all year, so it's about time the boys stand up. And <laughs> so, and do we move all of the games to Houston, where we seem to oh, play really well? Yeah, but I think the club loses a bit of money. Of course that. they do. So, and you know, you can't, we can't do that. Can't but. do that. But and, and the boys just got to put their finger out their backsides. As mm. simple as that. You know, man up, have a crack, do what you're told, and I'll tell you what, the results will come mm. instead of. Trying to blame it on everybody else. It's the old man in the mirror syndrome. Look in the yeah, you know, you've already seen that mm. that poem where you man in the mirror and don't blame anybody else. Look mm. in there and say, well, what can I do to improve? Mm. Not blame everybody else for the mistakes that happen. Is so. there? And this might be a controversial question. Is there a coachability problem? Definitely. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of blokes out there uncoachable. You can see it. Oh, definitely. You can see, you know? But it's not just footy. It's it's oh, everywhere. It's, and it's not just our club. I don't no, think. no, no. It's, it's, it's yeah. every club. But um, mm. yeah, I'll, I'll put it to you. I coached in Asia and mm. they were all coachable because mm. they were the best players. They wanted to listen. They wanted to learn. But, Donnie, that's the thing. The yeah. best players are coachable. Exactly. And even if they're not the ones with all the skill and the talent – the ones that are coachable are the ones you'll get the most out of. But they haven't got their heads up their ass. Exactly. They're better than better than what they are. Yeah. And, and people might say, geez, I'm going, going a bit hard on them, but hard truth. Blokes can't be told these days. Mm. That's the problem. No and one can where, be told. Yeah, and that's where I'd find it be hard to be a coach of an SFL team now is because if I've got to tell a bloke something, I'll say it. Mm. And I might offend him or his parents, but guarantee I'm not there to make him a worse player. Make the, I want to be a better player. And he can look back in 10 years' time and say, well, shit, I should have taken that on the chin and listened instead of walking away and being a sook about it. Yeah, that's Because right. I'll tell you what, growing up and some of the coaches I had, if I turned around and said some of the shit that these kids say back to their coaches now, mate, you wouldn't you wouldn't even dream of playing the following week. Exactly. The that. following week or the following month. Exactly right. Yeah. You'd be playing in the twos, earning your spot before you got back in. And that's yeah. the other thing, you know, probably lack of depth, you know, and nothing against the guys in the resis, but they're very, very good resis players. Mm. Probably it's as a big far jump. As far as it goes, yeah. you know, and you know, at the moment when you're trying to pick a 22 out of out of 20, mm. it's pretty hard, isn't it? So, um, but Time to bring Hoppers back into the seniors? Look, <laughs> wouldn't be our worst, I'll tell you. I was going to say, if he was fit, oh, like he's a good footballer. No doubt about yeah. it. And a good bloke to go with it. Yeah. And, yeah we brought Jesse McGinty in. On, yeah. on, and Jesse wasn't our worst player on the weekend, mm. you know, and you up to me tonight, he'd be picked again because, again. you know, what he listened. He'll yeah. play any role for you and do anything that's needed for the team. But that's that's Jesse yeah. and that's why he's the captain. Yes. You know, he's coachable yeah. and he's he's a leader. That's why he's exactly. the captain. You know, all good players want to learn. Yeah. That's why they're the best. Yeah. All good people. It's not even just yeah. players. It's all good people want yeah. to keep learning. The day you think that you know everything yeah. is the day you may as and well go. And that's what me and Vince Utica tell the under-14 players now is that Seeing any footballer isn't made on a Tuesday and Thursday night. It's mm. made every day of the week. That's right. So if you want to sit there on a Tuesday, Thursday night and think you're going to get better, mm. it's not going to happen. You've got to work Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Only night you have off is Friday night, so you're ready to go Saturday. Yep. Right? And it goes with netball, basketball, whatever you want to do. Mm. Work. Absolutely. You know, if you want to sit on your ass and do nothing and want the money to come in, it's not going to happen. Yeah, that's well, exactly right. But that's just a generation we're I've living I've been in. out throwing my goals again this week. Because I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a shooter, but I am six foot tall. So but you know what? It's the only way you're going to learn. Well, it's the Practice only way I'm going to get better. Exactly. It's the yeah, only it's way I'm going to get more confident and exactly. get better at it. You know, at the end of the day, I've been taking an old man's running club on a Monday night at five o'clock. And <laughs> Don't call it an old man's running we club. We are. <laughs> yeah, yeah we not. are. We, yeah, we're getting. Yeah, we're getting probably ten or twelve blokes down there on a, on a Monday night. Because that's good. Emma Luke does. should go to that. Well, Any shouldn't time. he? He can come. We've got some real rippers there at the moment, which is Pat DeLuke who came the other night and I yeah. flogged him and. <laughs> Mick Lanteri, uh, Vince Utica comes down, Vince Natale, uh, Frank Costantino, he's yeah. been coming down. Then we get all our sons that show us up by yeah. just flogging us. Yeah, but but um, it's good fun and, you know, it's um, it's better than sitting on the couch and getting unhealthy. Yeah, well, fact. and so, this is the thing. Yeah. And I think that's where Luke 
struggles a little bit at the moment because he hasn't run one step since his marathon. <laughs> hasn't run at all. Well, well geez, he done pretty well, didn't he? He did so. do pretty well, but because because he's not as fit and healthy as he was, yeah. he gets a lot of people that hang it on him. Like, and you know, when he's not in the best frame of mind, and he, yeah. he goes, and that's why he hasn't been to footy. I don't think yeah. all year because he'll get he'll get people just hang it on him because he's you know put on. Oh. A, Put on, but but you know, if someone like that takes it to heart. Yeah, because yeah, um, he knows where he where he wants to be. That's he knows why. where he wants to be. He knows yeah. where he could be. Yeah. Um, but needs probably a little bit of motivation. So maybe no, that's the motivation. Five, he needs. five to six. Yeah. We're down. So it's just a forty minute, fifty minute session. Then we talk a bit of shit. And, <laughs> but wow. it's good. You know, it's a good debrief. And um, I think know, blokes need to do the that. Kids I think have it's a really kick important. of the footy afterwards, which is really good. Yeah. And um, yeah, you know, it's just an extra session. And what know, time do you do it? Five to six. Five to six. Yeah, Emma's got netball down there at five to six. Yep. So we we incorporate it with that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyone wants to come along, feel free to come along. So. Yeah. That's yeah. a good idea. I like free that, of charge. So there you go. Well, that's even better. Mm. Mm. Kirsty mightn't like that I'm promoting it, but anyway, well, whatever. <laughs> so, whatever. But yeah, no. Any anyone wants to come down there, we just um, and you just go at your own pace. It's set up. You go at your own pace. Do what you can. Yeah. And you know, if you get twenty minutes of good running, you get twenty minutes of good running. So better than twenty minutes on the couch. Exactly. Or yeah. drinking three or four beers in that twenty minutes. That's exactly so, right. Go home Jeez. and drink three afterwards, but unless you've done a run. Three so. or four beers in twenty minutes is going. Oh nice no, guys you can do that. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no so, doubt. But hey um I heard a rumor. Here we go. <laughs> That's not a bad rumor. Uh basketball committee. Don Falvo. Yeah I'm hearing that rumor too actually. <laughs> the AGM oh, no. fell through last week. Yes. Uh it's on the eleventh again. Which is this Sunday. Oh, next Sunday. Yeah, Sunday yep. eleven AM mm. the golf club. So yeah no I'll put my hand up. I'll good work. Mm. Good. This is what we need. Yep. And I I'll think that there's actually a bit of a resurgence. I was saying this. I was saying to Mark earlier. Actually, there seems to be a bit of a resurgence in people wanting to get involved. I don't know whether it's because our kids are getting older and getting yeah. involved in this stuff, so we want to yep. stay involved as well. And that's what we need. We need yeah, people to keep look, these things alive. Yeah, you're a bit like yourself. You know, if you want something done, you go and do it. Yeah. But you get frustrated sometimes with people that don't put their hand up. You think, well, why am I always doing it? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I'm doing it for my kids. Yeah. You know, I'm not doing it for anything else, but to make sure there's a good comp there for more kids to play in. Yeah. And same as footy and netball. You know, we don't have to probably do what we're doing, but at the end of the if day, we if we don't, know, who who's going to do it? Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, you, know, you sit back and I always say, oh, I'm not going to coach under 14s. I'm not going to coach. But then you think, about what? Who else is going to do it? And the kids love the way we're doing it, me and Vince. So yeah. why shouldn't we do it? Yeah, exactly. You know, and um, but you're always going to cop criticism no matter what you do. But you just got to grow a thick skin and just get on with it. Yeah. So. Oh, you're going to cop criticism no matter what you do. I was having a look at the council Facebook page today about this announcement, oh. and it's a good thing. And yet someone gets on there and go, "This will only affect a minority of the council." I felt like my face went yeah. red. No, it's just everybody. What? Just, but it's, you know, I don't know what people got to be so negative for. No, I don't either. You know, but maybe if they were out doing stuff and saw how it's how how it's operating and how much joy doing. And Luke says to me all the time, "All this stuff you do, you don't get paid for it." And it's not about the money. It's about money shouldn't even come into it. It's about doing things that you enjoy for the benefit of the future. Exactly right. Simple as that. Your kids are going to see the benefit of that, of course. And 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 that's what it's all about. Yeah. But I think it it goes back to way. Your mum and dad wouldn't have sat on their ass and done nothing. No, they, they were up. never home. They my were par- always at committee meetings. My parents were the same. So yeah. you, monkey see, monkey do. Correct. So at the end of the day, I hope that what we do yeah. as parents, our mm. kids see, and they actually get involved later on as well. Yeah, so, that's exactly right. Um, and yeah, and that's a good thing, I think. Mm. This is just a domino effect. Yeah, so. well, that's exactly right. And you know what? Future generations have got to learn that things don't aren't just handed to them. Oh, didn't you know there's money trees? Oh, yeah, yeah, they're called nectarine trees. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were when I was growing up. Yeah, they were called probably something else <laughs> when I grew up. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was a bit of that maybe. <laughs> uh, but, um, well, basketball, so that AGM's what, the 11th? Of the of July. July, 11 a.m. Golf at club. the golf club. Yeah. So re- the reason it fell through before is because they couldn't didn't get enough numbers there. Yeah, they didn't I believe have a quorum. so. Yeah, yeah, I think there wasn't enough numbers at the yeah, last okay. meeting. So. Well, if you want to get involved in basketball, and it's on a Sunday – Surely Sunday not doing 11, much. Sunday 11 o'clock. Surely take probably one hour. That's yeah. all it'll take. Yeah. Have um, lunch beforehand. It's Obviously, basketball's come a long way in the last couple of years in our town. It's mm. pretty big now. It's probably mm. 
Apart from footy, it'd be the biggest sport in our town. Oh, so, absolutely. You know, cricket. Yeah. Actually, the cricket's starting to get yeah. momentum, momentum, which is really good. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Actually, Fiona's doing a good job. Yeah. How yeah, she, she ended up being secretary. Yeah, but anyway, no, no, good on her. No, it's good. But the same thing is someone's got to do it. Yeah. So, you know, if we haven't got people like Fiona that jump in or Tommy Lister or blokes like that, how, yeah. how are things going to get done? Well, that's exactly right. So, you know, um, it's really good that we actually got blokes – like just people like yourself and Tommy that aren't even lo- like local people didn't grow up here mm. that actually put in for our town. Or Luke, yeah, Luke was part Luke's him same, and yeah. Trav might have been him and Trav and a couple of the others were the ones that put the original golf nets up. Yes, so yeah. cricket's been in there and Luke's always said he's a bit off the golf at the moment. Yeah, because go- cricket's his first love. Yeah, always has been. It, so it's good. Yeah, yeah. hopefully, and I, I think I, I just think it'll be good because mm. I reckon we're going to get a lot of guys come down there. And don't even care if they don't play. No. It's just going to be a social It'll be the social thing. You know? Yeah. And I remember going down as a kid when I used to play, not a kid, I would have been probably, well, I would have been married because me and Carl both went down. We'd go down on a, on a Saturday afternoon and just sit there and watch cricket for a yeah. couple of hours. Yeah. Just, just nothing else to do, go and watch cricket. Exactly. You know? Which yeah. is good. Yeah. You know, it's, um, They've got a few enrolled in the um, RSA course too, mm. which is oh, good. Why not? That's good to have. Well, exactly. <laughs> if you've got people that can run the bar, because yeah. that'll be the uh, second most important thing, you would think. <laughs> I think it might be the first important thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think so. No, no, no. Tommy's his cricket bats are his first his important oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His Tyrrell cricket uh, bats and gloves and pads and well, stuff that he's peddling at the see moment. Some, I can see some good money being spent on gear for blokes that are going to make a lot of ducks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I reckon. T- <laughs> They're going to look the part. But <laughs> exactly. I reckon I reckon the boys will be chasing a lot of runs because nobody wants to bowl and yeah. nobody wants to field. Well, I don't know. And I reckon if we come up against a really fast bowler, there's going to be a lot of number 11s that don't want to go into You know they're stuff. only B grade, right? Yeah, I know they're B grade, but. In the Redcliffe League. There's still going to be some good foot cricketers in that B grade, don't you? Well, yeah. I hope there's some good cricketers in the side that'll be yeah, fielded here. haven't played here. for a long time. Yeah. haven't played for a long time, but that's okay. So that's I'll right. never forget playing cricket. Then I played with um, St. Peter's. Yeah. And that had um, yeah, Spud McMonies, there was Zeke Tyrrell, David Smith. Uh, <laughs> used to open the bat with Les Hogg. Yeah. Oh, Les. Yeah, God. There was no quick singles. <laughs> oh, no. Twos were always ones. <laughs> Threes were twos because he wouldn't run. <laughs> oh, God. He wore – Shouldn't even take it a cricket bat half the time because he wore more on his back, his guts, his arms than anywhere else. He'd be black and blue for a week. Oh. But he, out of the 75 overs, you'd bat for 70 yeah. and probably make 40 runs. <laughs> <laughs> but did he have a good time? But we used to have the best quaddies going around. <laughs> because that's what it was all about, putting the quaddies on the yeah. Caulfield Cup, Cox Plate. That's how I learned to gamble for them boys there. But really? that, was, that was great back then. Yeah. It was, it was great. And so. it's the social aspect of oh, it. Oh, yeah, perfect. Like, you know? yeah, I remember played at Houston um, with Priesty and Bill yep. Vandenberg and them sort of guys. And you know, Priesty used to pick me up and bring me home all the time. And, yep. yeah, you know, it was, it was just memories you got like that, well, you know, playing cricket. It. it was great. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And that's what's important, making these memories. Yeah. You're not playing indoor soccer, are you? No way. Why not? Why no way? Because it's too dangerous. What do you mean? Too oh, dangerous. Well, for an old fellow like me. <laughs> oh, come on, Honest Donnie. to God, even if I was coaching the footy side now, any player, senior footballer, wanted to play soccer would not be allowed to play. Really? There's a few playing, isn't there? I know. One is my nephew, James, and I told him he's crazy. He's playing really good footy at he the minute. He's playing really good so footy at the minute. All it takes is someone to take his legs out. Oh, yeah. So it's 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 a, it's a good sport, but it's a dangerous sport. Mm. So um, It is as far as ankles and yeah, legs. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, fair enough for the guys that aren't playing any other sport and want to do something. But for the footballers that actually are pretty serious about their football, mm. I wouldn't be recommending it. But anyway, mm. each their own. So. James is um, – I was talking to your sister, Lisa, the other day mm. about – I got chatting to James and Ricardo. <laughs> Dumb and dumber. In, oh, stop it. <laughs> Leave them alone. They're good kids. I was talking to them outside the uh, pizza shop one Saturday night a couple of weeks ago and it was like I was sitting there talking to a young Don Falvo. Nah. He is so much like you, Donnie. The difference would have been I would have had two chicks hanging off me. But... <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> no, I just joke. You are full of it. <laughs> There's a bit of resemblance there playing footy, I've got to admit. Um, but even his mannerisms and yeah. the way he talks and he spends he's got a far too head. much time. He's got a hard head too. Yeah. yeah he's got a hard head. I've yep. actually got him working at the minute. He's doing a bit of weed aside, so it's good. But he plays some bloody good footy, I'll give him that. Yeah, so, he is. Um, 
But he's worked hard. Him and Ricardo are probably the two hardest working guys at that club mm. at the moment. You know, I've been gymming with them and doing a bit of rumming and, and they have a crack. Ricardo's been going to Bendigo yep. every Tuesday for the last mm. month because he wants to play one game. That's yep. all he wants to play. And it's unbelievable because this kid's just got a goal. And yeah. He's, he's going to have a crack at it. You and know? good on him. Yeah, Bendigo point has got a bye this week. Yeah. Yet he still went to train on Tuesday night good to on impress him. Danny O'Brien. So, good on you know, him. I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that he gets a game. Yeah, right. So, you know, I used to ride motorbikes with Danny O'Brien. Good bloke. He's a good, good bloke. bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got yeah, a yeah. nice cushy job there too. So. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, fell into that. Not wrong. But young Joseph Mezzle played his first game of the weekend. Yeah, I was going to say that. Danny was very, very happy with his game. Good. So. And young Parler played on the 16s yeah. on the Sunday. I'm not sure. And actually, he's actually playing um, the All Nations today in Melbourne. Oh, is he? Yeah. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah, so he told me that on Tuesday night. I didn't so. realise he was still only under 16s. Yeah, he's a gun. He is a gun, isn't he's he? He's a gun. He's probably as good as Phil Moimoy, I think. That's what I think. Yeah? Um, I think he would be better than Phil. I was going to say probably better than Phil. Yeah. Phil's yeah. good. Don't get yeah. me wrong. He was really good that one game he played for us. He's back playing with Werribee now, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. So that's one guy that I'd love to get back to our club, you know. Yeah, um, but, but let him go and do his thing oh, in the no, VFL and Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, I think uh, young Parler has got all the aptitudes, aputes, whatever what, what? you want to say. <laughs> so I try to get too fancy. So attributes, I think. He's got all the talent. <laughs> That's what That'll I was trying do. to say. That'll do. That, um, that he could actually go places. Yeah, he uh, could. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, did, I, I was stunned when I saw that he'd been picked in the under-16s well, pioneer squad. What. I was what? Tell you what. Mm. I watched his mum play netball the other night. Mm. My God. Can she play netball? Do I know his mum? Yeah, I'm not sure. Did she yeah. used to play Saturday netball? Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, she can play netball. My God. She yeah. played against Emma's team the other yeah. night. And she might have played by herself. That's yeah. how good she was. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. She's a superstar. She needs to come and play. Why doesn't she? I don't know. Far I don't out. know. She's Probably because she's committed to Pala, yeah, yeah, and taking yeah. him and can't commit, yeah. which is understandable. You get to a point. But surely there's an earlier game like before lunch or something. What's the time schedule there? Uh, yeah, C-grade play at like 10 o'clock, I think. Mate, she would dominate. She'd be too good for C-grade. But unless you still get – we don't want to lose people like her because no, imagine what true. she could teach these young kids. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is the people we want to have at our netball club to, to actually bring on the next generation. Yeah. You know, this is what we need. Mm. Um, she was unbelievable. I oh, know Mia Greffa played on her in the centre. And yeah. first quarter, Mia's like, what the hell? <laughs> Where's this come from for a Monday night bloody uh, training session? Yeah. Unbelievable. That's the thing, though. She can't play Monday because she's not playing Saturdays. Yeah, but imagine if we just had her around the club. I know. Just to come down and take some of these kids and show them what it takes to be Take training. Yeah. Like, take some drills. This is one of my probably pet hates with our footy club is that a lot of past uh, football and netballers don't get involved. Yeah. Just I actually spoke to John Hallam the other day Mm. and said he actually drove out of the footy oval on Tuesday night while I was driving in to take junior training. So, Johnny, come back and just – we've got a couple of young ruckmen here that want you – know, nah, I haven't got the time, this and that. Yeah, I know you haven't got time, but either a high. But if – just give us yeah. 20 minutes on a Tuesday night once or every couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we've got learned, young Salutal Felice is mm. going to be a very good player, mm. and ruckman hopefully. And if John spent half an hour every month with this kid, mm. I'm no ruckman. I was mm. a rover. Yeah. Really? I need, I, need, I need a ruckman to teach this kid how to play. Yeah. So I'll put it out there to any past players that listen to this – more than welcome to come back, come down every any night. Mm. Just come down and, and and the players love it. Yeah, they do. The players love it. And so. it, it's the same on the netball court when you get players that, and I noticed at the start of the year because being a defender, you don't often get coached on how to be a defender unless mm. there's a defender there to coach you on what to do, where to stand, right what you should be yeah. doing. And there's been a couple that going, oh, my God, this is what I need. Like yeah. the, I just need to be told. Yeah. Indy Kirby was one of them. That's just right. tell me where to go and just to be coached specifically on different positions. Even Stevie Bowden coming down there. Yeah. He's never played netball but obviously got that basketball background. Yeah. How awesome is that? He understands okay. He understands coaching. He yep. understands gameplay. He understands being positive and getting people to – Listen to him and respond to him, yes, exactly and I think right. that's why B grade have got a hundred percent strike rate on those courts at the moment. Yeah, and but the thing is, is success breeds success. So Correct. if we're successful, other players that haven't played for a long time or other players from outside our area mm. get wind of it and mm. they want to come and play a successful team. That's exactly yeah, right, and that's what we need to get in our in our footy. You know, is if we can start winning games. Yeah. Okay, we might make finals this year, but we're going to try to recruit players for next year. Yeah. Let's win. You know, there's eight games left. Let's win 60 out of the eight and say, mm. right, yeah, we come home for wet sail. 
brings other people in. Mm. Yeah, because at the moment, if you go and talk to other teams or other players and say, oh, what are you, how are you going? Oh, we've only won two games. They're thinking, well, what yeah, why would there? I go there? Yeah, you know, it's, it's a pride thing. You know, get out there and have a crack. And if we can beat South Majura this week, and then we've got Imps next week, so we only eight points off Imps last time. So, yeah. you know, why not? How why much not? did we lose to lose to South by last time? Oh, shit, would have been four or five goals. Was it really? Yeah. I didn't think it was that much. Yeah, well, oh, it could have been less. I don't know. I wasn't involved back then, so I don't mm. know what was going on. So, um, But, yeah, no, look, I think let's just make the footy club, netball club, great. Mm. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's want to be a place where people want to be. That's it. It's a yeah. one-team town, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. It should let's, be a place where you want to go. There's nothing better than putting the fear of God of all these Majora people. <laughs> yeah, there is, you know, like they don't fear coming down here anymore like they used to be. You yeah, know, like, <laughs> I don't know whether we wanted to fear coming we to Rob. <laughs> I don't know. We wanted no. to get back in their cars at five thirty or five o'clock on Saturday and say, "Shit, this is a long drive. We hate doing this." <laughs> Do we really? Yeah, I don't want to think that. we're going to physically that. beat them up. No, I know. But let's just say, well, do you know, next year when they come, they're already, oh, do you know, last year we got smashed down there. Do we really want to go? Yeah. And, you know, that's that's what you want. Yeah. You know, just get get a bit of shit in you. Yeah. It's the way you people. lose at home. It's the know? way people feel about going to Wentworth. 100%. Now. You know, like. Although. Well, you, know, you know when you go to number one to play imps, it's yeah. going to be a shit fight. Yeah. Right, and that's what we got to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, netball court and football court, how good would it be if our A graders and our seniors were winning? Mm. You know, B grade is. Well, that's what B grade, C, C grade is. Our, resi, our resis are going okay. Yeah. Our under 18s haven't lost a game. Mm. Oh, sorry, might have won lost one game, Felix said. Yeah. 16s maybe lost one. Yeah. 14s haven't lost any. Yeah. Our 12s and 10s are killing it. Yeah. Yeah, we just got to clean up and out. Senior group. Uh, well, well, and this is the thing. And why does it drop off when we get to, to the top end senior group? Is it because they. Don't like the extra commitment. I don't know. Like, yeah, to play no. resis or B grade, you can get away if you're two nights of training. Mm. But to get to the senior level, whether it's netball or football, you're going to have to do that a little bit extra. Oh, of course. You know? But, yeah, you should anyway. Like, to me, and I, I have the same mindset as you do. A lot of it is mindset as well. Um, but, like, I'm only playing B grade, but I'm still out every day doing 100 goals. But you want to win. But Because I want to win. You want to be and the I best. D- but I also, Donnie, don't want to let the team down 100%. when it gets to my hands. That's a lot of pressure for when it gets to your hands. If you're the one that stuffs it up when the defenders have worked so hard to get it down there. Turn over, bang. And it turns over when it gets to me. I don't want I don't want to have to live with that. Exactly I don't want right. to let the team down. Even though everybody knows it. You're trying your hardest to do that. But you get off that court, no one's going to hang shit on you for missing those goals, but you're, no. you're going to be down on yourself. Yeah, exactly. But but no one's going to be down on me if I'm doing the work and if I am 100%. trying. Exactly right. It's when you don't try and when you care about letting the team down. It's that old saying, let the side down. There's a lot more to that than just saying, oh, you're letting it's, the side it's like down. It's the, the old saying, don't be the weakest link in the chain. Yeah. You know, that's the whole thing. But, you know, we're not far away. We're not. Mm. I can see it. We're not far away. Mm. Like, you know, we've got great facilities now. You know, we've got good people in coaching levels yep. that are doing all the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, why can't we just turn it around and be a powerhouse? That's, hey. that's why I say it. Um, Might be just a change in mindset that you know, we just need to smart up a bit and yeah. Do you know what we need to do? I reckon, and you could probably speak for the A grade. All it takes is one or two new players to come in. And put the wind up everyone that's been there that they're going to have to work harder to get a game. So Yeah, I don't know whether it is um, – it, it'd be nice. Can you pay netballs? Yeah, you can. Yeah, yep. okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, you can. Trouble is with netball, once you've played nine games above, in a certain grade above, you can't go back. Yeah, but that does it. But you so, can go so to the bench though. Yeah, but say – I know with the um, – say the, the senior guys or whatever, mm. if you play, say, three senior games – Yeah. You've got to play the equivalent in the reserves to qualify. Or okay. So yeah, it okay. doesn't work like that? No. Nah. Okay. No, nah, it's you bust when you've played X amount. I, like yeah. I said to Corinne this morning, I'm like, can you still come back and play B grade? <laughs> <laughs> you should come back and play B yeah, grade. That, that, see, this is my, another one of my pet hates yeah. is that everyone should be striving to play senior footy or senior Correct. Football. Yeah. Now, we've got guys but that want to no play risk. under 18s that, is, that, that we want to pick in senior football, yeah. but they want to play under 18s. Or, because under 18s are winning. Yeah, but <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but I, I know where I'd they're coming play from. Senior footy and get smashed. They're, unless I'm playing at the highest level, I yeah, can. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. You know, and this is what we, I know. It's a generation thing and, and whatever. But at the end of the day, what? Even now, if I played at 46, mm. I'd want to play senior footy. Mm. I know I can't do it, but I'd want to. Mm. Yeah, Saturday night, 
just reflecting on what happened. I, I was like, that's it. I'm freaking training Tuesday night. I'm going to have a crack. But then I'll come to my senses and said, no. <laughs> Wake up Sunday morning went, oh, no. No, no. And, and that, but that's the thing, you know, even if I ran out there, I'd still want to play senior footy. Yeah. But there's too many guys now that like, oh, no, I don't want to play. I'll play resis or just run around down to 18. That's all. Why? Yeah. You know, this is. That's that mindset thing again, isn't it? How do you change it? I don't know. I don't know. Or, or, and I don't think, like, even if we did do the, you know, had a couple of big guns come back so other positions were at risk, would they care? Would that be enough to incentivise? Yeah, but you know why? Because they'd be winning. Well, yeah, that's if true. If the seniors were, instead of being seven, uh, two and seven mm. or seven and two, whatever we are, mm. if we're the other way around, you think these guys want to play under-18 football? No, well, that's exactly right. Yeah. So that's why winning's winning. Everyone says winning's not everything, but it is. Oh, uh, Hatto's on this week too. Oh, it is too. Yes, I'm a. I'm doing salamis this weekend. <laughs> this always happens. So you're not playing this week? <sighs> yeah, no, I am. And then I've got to go do salamis in Swan Hill. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, the Hatter's on. So a couple of boys from the under 14s are going to try out. Who? Jackson Ludeman. Yeah. And Flynn Lovegrove. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They. Oh yeah, place. Flynn Lovegrove. Yeah. yeah. So they're going. So yeah. Um, which is great. I'd love to do one one of my bucket list items, and not to have a crack at winning or anything, but they do do a tenacious ladies of Hatter section where they get to you get to do four or eight laps. Yeah. I'd just love to go and do eight laps. I reckon it's pretty hard on the body. It's yeah, but dirt bike riding is hard on the body anyway. Mm. Like even riding around my farm where the track's not groomed. <laughs> like I have a look at dirt works up in Mildura, Sarah and Simon Cox own that. They yeah. don't indulge in apartments. Um, and they, they're out there grooming the track and watering the track and I go out and ride on the farm where they're, yeah, oh, it's corrugated everywhere yeah. and there's six foot of dust That's and dirt about, and mate. mud. That's what it's about. Exactly. I love it. I'm what a little bit scared. going to ride on of, the road otherwise. So. I've ridden on the um, – I went with the Curran kids. Actually, we should do that next week. I went with the Curran kids along the railway track, which yeah. is not really a track there anymore. Same thing though. That's so – now that we've had a bit of um, a yeah. bit of rain, it might be a bit better, but so yeah, boggy. Good rain, actually, for the farmers. Yeah. How how much have you had? Oh, shit, I wouldn't even have a clue. I reckon have close to 30, 40 mil for June. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, we had some really good rain. I so. need to get Pete Aikman in, actually, yeah. and talk about that. Uh, I spoke to AD Curran the other day. He's yep. very happy at the moment. Yeah, they're all walking around smiling. I think they've new, ordered the new Mercedes-Benz and everything else. Uh, really, half their luck. Yeah. You know what? Half your luck. And oh, people shit. hang shit on people going, oh, new car, lots of rain, blah. You know what? This is what you work for. Good on them. Mate. Exactly. exactly. Good on them. Do what you need to do. So, no, hopefully it keeps on. Well, I think, yeah, I think um, New South Wales opened at 97% today. Really? Victoria opened at 21%. Are you serious? I'm dead set serious. How can't? Because we don't own the river. Oh, I know. I know. I actually had a meeting with um, some people about the water industry during the week. The I won't talk about that here, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, um, it was funny because my phone went off at 6.30 this morning. It was New South Wales, Zero Gaties. Mob that I'm a yeah. 97% water allocation straight up, and then I got a pissy. That's little high security water, high security though. Yeah, water. they always get. All and then their I got, high a, got a message water. about 11 o'clock from the Victorian, whatever it is, and it yeah, opened up at 21. So it'll get better, though. Yeah, but if they're going to give us 90%, just give it to us. Yeah, you know, I know. Stuff us around. They're only doing that because of water trade to get the price up, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know, I think water dropped as low as $75 a megalitre the other day. Did it? Yeah. What about high security water? What's well, that? In, yeah, what's the price of that? You can't yeah, really get it. Yeah, temporary water. Yeah, yeah, no, seventy five. Yeah, but if you can get high security water, that is high you, security. No, no, isn't there? A, you need a different license for permanent water. If you want to buy permanent, yeah, yeah, I don't know what permanent's worth. Yeah, that's probably still around six, seven grand. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's I high. just buy, buy the temporary, uh, pe- temporary water. I yeah. actually rang Paul Smith. Hasn't rang me back. Paul, if you're listening, <laughs> ring me back. <laughs> He wants to buy water. I want to buy he water. wants to spend some money. I don't really want to spend money, but have to. Well, go spend um, money to make money, don't you? Who knows? Anyway, <laughs> what do you mean? Who knows? Anyone is, anyone is want any ideas about salami? Let us know. Anyone that wants to start dropping in salamis, make sure. So the criteria is has to be a Houston or Robinvale postcode. Yes. That's the thing. We're not having outsiders enter. No, no, this is a local, local salami yep. competition. Yep. Yeah, locally for sure. Yeah, make sure your name's on it. Put it in a little baggie or whatever. Don't have to bring us in the whole lot, do they? No, no, it's just not a whole stick, just half. No, nah, two sticks. <laughs> two <laughs> make stick. it worthwhile. <laughs> and if anyone's got any ideas on um, who can help judge it, yes, that's a big one. It'll yes. be have to. It, surely it's going to have to be someone that's not entered into it, though. No, nah, of course not. 
Where? What? And then where are we going to find someone that hasn't made salami? Yeah. Oh, jeez, I don't know. I thought of the idea about having it. You do the rest. All right, I'll do, I'll do the rest. I'll find some judges. I reckon right. Walshie might be a good one, actually. Yeah. Seen he good. judges over in Echuca. I reckon he does theirs. Their official one. Echuca? Mm. Is there Wogs over in Echuca? <laughs> yeah, Cobram. Remember that? That's not a chica. That's yeah, cold. Yeah, oh, well, same, same. No, it's not. Oh, it's, it's way off. No, it's that's not really. Like it's just further down drive. the line. It's, it's you might as well say Shepparton before a chica. Oh, Shepparton, Cobram, same, same. A lot of wogs in a Shepparton. Same, same. No, it's not. It <laughs> kind of is. All right. Thanks, Donnie. So Thanks later. for coming in. Bye. Paul Smith must The Veil Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au.